0: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to a new episode of That's What B Said. I don't know what episode. Is this episode one? This is the restart, right? Episode it's one. It's the re-bo- reboot. Reboot?
1: Reboot. We've gone rogue.
0: <laughs> yes. I'm your host, Bree, at Breezy Clee. I am joined by none other than. Brittany at bird's eye view and meredith at mcount sports i remembered your guys's handles off the top of my head
2: good job (laughs) we've been following each other for ages i feel like i'd be sad if you didn't know our handles.
0: like (laughs) i i remembered it was that was good
1: okay at breezy clee at breezy clee (laughs) how are you guys doing Sorry, Danny just came home, and
0: he. Has six <laughs> and I know you can hear we're it. Off to a great, we're already off to a great start. <laughs> a really fast start, you guys. Yeah,
1: Literally, Daniel. sat here for, like, 20 minutes, and then as soon as we hit record, then you walk in the door. Oh, like, no. it was art. <laughs> Sorry. Thank you for this. This is got a, me a professional diet, show, Danny. No, I'm not. I'm going to eat my salad later. What a feeling's been a while. I'm a little I don't know I don't know what I'm doing You're fine.
0: So let me just start this off with it's been almost a year exactly since we recorded our last podcast. We're releasing this, I think, exactly a year later. so you guys will be hearing our voices one year later. And I had to laugh because we we've we've obviously all stayed in contact. It's not like we've been strangers and haven't spoken in a year. but, We were kicking around like the podcast and like, should we record again? Like we really miss it. Some people have approached us to bring it back. And, uh, when we started this, it was our own podcast, but not really our own. Like we Mm kind of bounced around, uh, with partnering with some people and right now we are fresh and it's just us. So this is different in a way, like Brittany said, we've gone rogue. There's no one controlling. There's no one controlling right. us anymore.
2: So yeah, so I had a colleague that came to me. I want to say about a month ago, and he asked about it because, like, he's been like one of my biggest supporters for a really long time. And so he made a comment about it. And he was like, "Are you still doing that podcast?" And I was like, "No, we took a break from it. We stepped away." And he was like, "Is is everything? Is everything okay?" I was like, "Yeah, like." we are still best friends. We are all still best friends. Like there has not been a single solitary day that has gone by since we met in 2019 where we haven't texted each other or talked to each other in some way, shape or form. We like, I don't think people understand. We literally talk every single day. And so I, I explained that to him. I was like, no, there's literally nothing wrong with our relationship. It was just, there were a lot of reasons that we needed to step away from the podcast and that's really all it came down to so like we never stopped being friends we never stopped being the girl gang we just didn't have the podcast to go along with it
1: yeah Brittany. i wish the public could see some of our
0: conversations oh no oh my god those are not that's not anyone hacks into any
2: of our phones we are dead meat You know what? We need to make a we need to make a pact right now. If any of us dies in a freak accident, and we're like, we need to promise each other we're gonna delete all of our histories and delete all of
1: our chats. My favorite thing about us is our Saturday morning at like seven a.m. (laughs) conversation. When the rest of the world is sleeping,
2: we are all we are
1: up and talking. Sometimes it's not
2: even so. Sometimes it's like six fifteen. Yes, on Saturdays. Yeah, like well, I had to we laugh are...
0: because we, we've obviously been kicking this around like here or there for the last couple of months, and it was funny because I... someone tagged me in a TikTok, you guys, of some oh random TikToker,
1: he had like a pretty big following it was like millions of people and this is yes. like some i don't know hes like a tech guy or something he exactly. was showing people how to like hack things on oh, the phone yeah.
0: he was showing like iphone or a phone like shortcuts or something or things that you should know that you didn't know and in one of the shots he was listening to that's what Pete said We <laughs> <That's laughs> no, have no idea who this person is was he an ohio guy so i don't think so I have to go find yeah. this again. But anyway, yeah, so like
1: but now that we know how well our last podcast did, I said yeah. I guess that makes a little more sense. Sure yeah. does. It it, sure does. it got
2: some reach. I was shocked. I don't think I've ever seen download numbers that high for anything ever.
0: No. Well, yeah. Like wild. So yeah. we've we've revived this. I felt it felt like that was a sign. Yes. That for sure. the world and the universe was speaking to us. So thank you random tech guy <laughs> <Just listening laughs> our yeah. and whoever tagged me in it uh you have a lot to do with this whole thing so yeah um,
2: we have been talking about this for a while because like we talked about how much we miss doing it and like all the fun that we have together and like I said the fact that we literally talk every single day you know there's never been a lapse in our friendship ever no. and I just yeah, I don't know. There's just something about right now that just feel the universe is telling us that it's time.
0: Agreed. Okay, so Agreed. here we are a year later. I need life updates. The The people want to know, you guys, life updates. I know, obviously, we still have a presence on Twitter, uh, but people want to hear from our own words. So who wants to go first with life updates?
1: Oh, God. Meredith, what was that thing that you texted us the other day, your <laughs> important life <laughs>
2: So I was joking around about what each of our life updates would be. And I'm not gonna I'm not gonna spoil it because I want you guys to be able to tell your own story, but like brie amazing life update. Brittany, amazing life update, Meredith, I filled out a March Madness bracket for my cat.
0: <laughs> but wait, you left out an important detail.
2: What was the detail you
0: filled out the bracket very specifically for llama
2: oh yeah she had to have teams that were either bird mascots because she hates birds and wants to eat them all or cat mascots because she is a cat and so she needs a cat so the so in her bracket the the uh houston cougars win it all because they're cougars so wait the birds don't do well in her bracket no the birds die because she eats them (gasps) so llama is not a kansas jayhawks fan She's not a Kansas Jayhawks fan now. No. She wants mama. to eat the Jayhawk for dinner. Wow.
1: At two, Brute.: <laughs>
0: You're going to have to update us on how this bracket pans out.
2: I will, I will. Um, I think her national championship got messed up because I think it was UVA in Houston. Ooh, not good. <laughs> Tough <scene>. not good. <laughs> um, also, like, behind the curtain, it is currently it's March 16th. Um, So we're recording this a little bit earlier than we're posting it just because we've been away for so long that we need to make sure that um, things are working properly and we can have access to things that we need to have access to in order to post it. So yeah, because we're homeless
1: right now. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, so (laughs) we're just like, hey, guys, (laughs) let's record a podcast. Where are we going to put it? I don't know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, The target release
2: is March 22nd, because I believe that's the last time that we podcasted was last march um so yeah we're recording it a little bit early just to make sure that we have like all of our ducks in a row and not, not the only that we,
0: are we homeless though like i text we texted everyone and we were like lining on a time and Brittany was like i have to go find my microphone <laughs> so, <laughs> you, you like, do okay do very not important piece. <laughs> and then she was so, like, like i found it but i can't find the cord can Look i record at, without it i wish
1: everyone could see this cartoony cord that i have hooked up. I, I don't even know what this is for it's bright There's, red it looks like it belongs to a child <laughs> and it took me like an hour to find everything so i was looking for a little black cord which i don't know if you guys have there are drawers and closets full of cords and trying yes. to find the exact tiny one that fits in this microphone I was like um guys can I just scream into the computer and it'll work (laughs) because I'm not doing this but like we went you know we moved back in October so obviously things get shuffled around yeah so I I moved who's we Uh, yep and and, and I this guy named Dan I don't know if you know him (laughs) or not this man named Dan Um, (laughs) yeah we got engaged so i'm finally going to be a wife Um, my wife a whole ass wife wife. look at me who would have (laughs) thought um it's been this past year i honestly it's probably been one of the worst years of my life um not because the engagement
0: (laughs) 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 Clarify.
1: i got engaged it was the worst year of my life <laughs> it, well okay let me back up i can't say anything right and of course yes he's sitting right here listening to this one.
2: and it's funny so like we also like we have video but this is not going to be a video podcast it's going to be audio only but we can see danny like walking back and forth behind <laughs> you <laughs>
1: So obviously, like if anyone has followed me on Twitter, um, you know that I've we've been going through some family issues. Um, it's been a very, very long year. It just so happened that you know everything with my mom happened a couple weeks after we decided to to take a hiatus from the show, which honestly I probably would have had to do anyway, even if you know my feelings for you know sports or the Browns or whatever weren't what they were at the time everything just got so busy and like even now um you know I I split time split my weeks between Cleveland and Niles um thank god my mom's now making some very considerable progress so that's good she actually walked last week for the first time since either May or June um which is a really big deal because only a month and a half ago she was told that she's probably never gonna walk again so things are looking up things are getting better and like you said Meredith, it just felt like a good time to do this because things just feel like they're getting back to normal now
0: yes so happy to hear about your mom too yes. I know. Um, that's
2: the best news
0: yes agreed i yeah i obviously as we mentioned we all stayed in contact so we mm-hmm. we knew what was going on with britney and her family and obviously the engagement all of that but yeah like you're right britney even even if we decided to continue this podcast, like life sometimes just happens, and there's different priorities that come up, and we all would have been very understanding of that, but yeah it's it's funny, like life truly does have a way of just like timing and things working out or not working out, and I don't know, I'm happy to be back too,
1: yeah, as soon as I saw the Lamar Jackson stuff, I was like, "Oh, I got to talk about this. <laughs>
2: yes God i know me. <laughs> i like, okay so i i'm like happy and sad that the commanders have signed jacoby Brissett. like i'm happy because i love jacoby but i'm sad because that means they're probably not
1: going to try and get lamar so well i yeah. saw some uh, it was a commander's fan i think it was last week and i don't know who this person was but like you know sometimes you're just like laying in bed scrolling stuff and this happened to pop up on my timeline for some stupid reason and they said You know, as a Commanders fan, and they always act like (laughs) what they're about to say is so important. As a Commanders fan, welcome to Washington D.C. I would, (laughs) I would much rather just go with who Sam Howell is that his name? Yeah. Okay, I'd I'd much rather go with Sam Howell than try to get Lamar Jackson. Well, then you deserve to lose with Sam. Yeah, Sam Howell. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard.
2: He was a third stringer behind Carson Wentz right like, like this is like, not an option oh and you're
1: God, just saying like, no yeah. as as a commander's fan i oh would rather God. oh well you're so brave for being so stupid i'm Congratulations. not
2: sure i'm not sure what's worse the like pompous nature of people from washington dc or the um fan resume of cleveland fans of like i've been a browns fan for 108 years i was there you know i threw beer on the field i was there for the drive and the fumble and the block and the shot and the red right 88 i was (laughs) on the 50 yard line in the like in the middle of the field for red right 88 so therefore my opinion like that's like every browns fan is just like they have to like list everything they witnessed in their lifetime and it's like right
1: like it's an accomplishment (laughs) like you're just there watching yeah. football like congratulations Congrats. for being born in
2: 1965 instead of 1985 i don't know what to tell you right
1: and like that's okay so here's like sort of a tangent but it's connected one of my biggest pet peeves in like life and i think it's because i grew up in niles maybe or like in that area and i so i am like i'm polish and russian and ukrainian which is a great mixture um <laughs> but like
0: conflict of interest in my blood
1: yeah yeah. (laughs) (laughs) your blood cells are fighting each other (laughs) in niles it was like mostly just italian people and they were so proud of it like they just they had like bumper stickers and tattoos definitely this area 100 percent. and they have like family i don't know like family emblems or something you know what i'm talking about like like on the back of their car no, like family crescents, which I don't know if that's like. Oh, word-taking. I don't know if I've
0: seen that. Not surprised though. Yeah, like I, I knew like this a...
1: Italian kid who had his family crescent tattooed on his back. And it was like, oh of course, it was an Italian thing because why? <laughs> my issue thought... is that they treat it like it's some sort of an accomplishment to be born a specific way.
0: It's like, wait, I... can I tell you something, Brittany? So I was, I think you're right about the area. Like being Italian is, like such a big part of your identity in this area yes when i was in i don't even remember junior high maybe even younger all i wanted for, i don't even know like a gift christmas or whatever was this necklace that said italian princess stop it It was like a charm, you know. news it was probably from like Piercing Pagoda in the mall. <laughs> I can't my dad got it for me for Valentine's Day. I think I still have it.
2: Somewhere. That's incredible.
0: Can you take it? I, I gotta see if I can find it. Okay, if Anne just listening to this, she 100% has one. She has
1: Oh my god, Anne, has, has What are those little like pepper things or like lightning oh, yes, bolts or yes, something?
2: Yes, it's the pepper. We just like I feel like we need to tell like my both stomach. Jenna and Angie that none of this is directed at them. Uh, yes. Because <laughs> they they're both
0: <laughs> I, I told you guys first when we started this pod, I might cry tears of joy, then I might pee my pants and the peeing the pants is already happening. <laughs> oh, no.
1: Oh Well, congrats okay. on all your Italian success. <laughs> I love I, I Was minutes. anointed
0: a princess that day.
1: <laughs> the fact that you asked your dad for an <laughs> Italian princess,
2: and it's for Valentine's Day.
0: He got it for me for <laughs> Valentine's Day, and I was like, "My daddy got me this necklace." <laughs> How I old didn't like are, pick it out right you though. I think I was like sixth grade or like seventh grade. <laughs> <laughs> if I have it, I'm going to wear it. I'm still going to pull it
2: Yes.
0: Out. <laughs> <Ow>. <laughs> okay, I didn't mean to interrupt, but it just felt right to tell you that. That's
2: the for best that. story ever. That's the second best story ne- after that one college story. No, the okay, one we cannot. You
0: guys, we can't, no, I'm not doing that. not doing that. That's uh, why I'm not.
2: I'm
1: in your house snake, in like Mexico but... or something. <laughs>
0: no, I think mean, I did tell that story on the podcast. Yeah. I have to go back yeah. and find it. No,
2: for you know what story I'm talking about. I know.
0: About. We're not going there, Meredith. No.
2: Never. But that's your first best story. The uh, the Italian princess necklace is your second best story.
0: <laughs> oh, okay, you. so go on, Brittany. Well, that was do my little rant. Do you remember
1: your pet peeve? Yeah, Italians who are proud of being Italian. I just reaffirmed you. that.
2: First uh, First episode back and we're already going to get canceled. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, just be quiet about being Italian, all right? You know what's weird? As long as I lived in Niles, I would never dated an Italian guy. Not once. And, like, I was in a long, like, serious relationship for most of my teens and 20s. Never Italian. I, like, had a... a a weirdly firm rule about that that i didn't even know i had until now i'm just blasting them and i'm like oh that's why i never did an it italian oh
2: my god so i have a really funny italian story so my dad is from cleveland he is born and raised in east cleveland uh my mom is from new york and like both areas are very heavily italian areas Um, uh, my like my mom's from new york city so there was like a few years ago when they were up visiting and we were at um dinner with one of with one of my dad's aunts and she ordered a dessert and she ordered ice cream and they're like okay which flavor do you want do you want vanilla or chocolate or spumoni and she goes oh I want spumoni and I was like what is spumoni ice cream and my parents both of them looked at me like horrified like oh my god I don't believe like i can't believe you don't know what spumoni ice cream is and i'm like
1: spumoni is good
2: it's delicious i tried it that day it might be one of my favorite ice cream flavors but i looked at both of them i was like mom you grew up in an italian neighborhood dad you grew up in an italian neighborhood i grew up in a honduran neighborhood in washington dc like the reason i don't know what spumoni ice cream is that's on you for not teaching it to me so it's true. as, like, a 30-year-old woman, I learned what Spamoni ice cream was. And it's delicious. <laughs> but I was like, Mom, Dad, this is your, like, you can't look at me. Like, I'm the one who failed for not knowing what this is. You never taught me. And, like, you're not going to run into Spamoni ice cream when you grow up in a Honduran neighborhood. You're just not.
0: You needed to live in Youngstown, Meredith, for a little bit.
2: Yeah, right. <laughs> Clearly. Something. Something.
0: Um, okay, so, you know, Brittany, when you were talking about, the timing of everything. Similar thing happened to me after we stopped recording our podcast. Um, We got a new foster placement in July Mm -hmm. (laughs) after being empty for, I don't know, four to five months. Um, We had done some respite, just a couple, like watching kids for other families. And then um, similar to what happened to us with our first placement, we got a call, like literally on vacation. Like, when are you coming back? Um, And then, so we like immediately got a placement right after vacation. So like we were adjusting to having three kids again, and obviously just the ups and downs of that placement, because we were not expecting to have her for very long. And I was keeping you guys in the loop on all of that stuff too, because it was just Mm -hmm. very unexpected. So uh, we've been busy, busy with the kids now, like just getting older and being in sports and. Yeah. little dude Maddox is the same you guys he uh he was actually really mad I was coming down to record and he really wanted to come down and like sit here and like listen oh. to the podcast I know I know I um him. and I was like please no like you're you're gonna be bored you're gonna be distracting but I have Maddox to laugh was because, so
1: little when we started this
0: you guys I know so and lit, he, like, so small. Bitty.
1: he was like a baby
0: I know. And now he's like seven, going on 16. That's crazy. And he was picking his bracket. I let him pick a bracket this year. I was texting you guys this. And he can read now. You know, he's a pretty good reader now, which is also mm-hmm. new and different. And so he was going through the brackets and, you know, he was like reading all the names and he was picking and he was like, Ooh, it was coming like, to pick tick you. It was TCU. <laughs> Aww. And then he keeps going and keeps going. And he was like, ooh, I like ukulele.
2: (laughs) Ukulele. And then he was like,
0: and I'm going to pick Alabama. You better not get lasted by them. (laughs) 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 So I'll have to show you. I'll have to show you this
1: Listen, that sounds like a pretty good bracket, honestly. Yeah. I (laughs) Yeah, his final four was.
0: This is how he pronounced all the names. Austin, which was Houston. Mm Mm-hmm. UCLA, which was ucla
1: mm-hmm.
0: duke he says duke <laughs> and then alabama so that's his final four i that's
2: like a it decent final four
0: yeah we'll like, see yeah. uh he, a he wagered two dollars so we're starting betting in our family at a very young age
1: there you go uh you're legal par- your in ohio, ohio now dollar tree or whatever
0: <sighs> yeah we're <gotta> talk about <laughs> betting in ohio you guys <laughs> no. my parents my parents so you know we we did the we did the weekly DraftKings every week for us like during football season a year mm. ago or so like we would remember we Martin told us we were rooting
2: <laughs> we the were uh, we were contributing to the downfall of society with that's our right. dollar DraftKings
0: that's right that is exactly what he said to us shout <laughs> out Martin no that I legal mean,
2: gambling was about to be legal in Ohio I know. I, like a I year was later. I'm so glad that he thinks that we have that much influence on society just the three No but then us. he
1: found out that we weren't getting paid to like do this and then he's like well now you're just terrible business people like yeah. what? <laughs> there was no winning with him. Like we're just doing this for fun Martin.
2: He's gotta be the most miserable person on the face of the planet. Oh my god. He I forgot all about him. He a part for everything like every once in a while he
1: comes back up and what's his I, last name i actually want to go creeping because i forgot that he was a person i don't know if you can search he probably blocked it was like martin Chiz- you know what I'm talking cizmar? about getting- cizmar c-i-z-m-a-r maybe okay hold on let me see i'm if- like i don't want to get him
2: confused with the good martin so i don't know if you guys um know there's I a think good he, martin so yeah his name is his name is uh martin rickman i think he was working for vox media for a while i'm not sure if he's still with him but he's a basketball writer and he's a super chill dude i've met him in person he's like been on a few of my radio shows really really cool guy so like when we say martin i always have to remind myself that like it's not martin rickman who i'm a huge fan of and is like a really really nice person so
1: oh no okay so bad martin deleted like all of his tweets now he just has retweets up from like 2000 really Ooh, something happened i want some. i want to know we should reach
2: out to him and be like "Do you want to be a guest on our podcast (laughs) His so bio important. is
1: now I'm keeping my eight dollars, whatever that oh, means. Man. Well that's the
0: blitter the Twitter blue, the blitter, the Twitter blue subscription, right? Oh
1: yeah, yeah. He's that's still right. verified
2: somehow, which I mean it says
0: he was he was verified, remember?
2: I think he yeah. was a journalist like or gran- something. Yeah, there's like grandfathered uh check
1: marks. I love <laughs> so, side okay. note, I love how the verified accounts when you click on them, like the little blue checks to see like you know if they're subscribers yeah. or whatever, it says this is a legacy verified account it may or may not be notable like that's so <laughs> insulting
2: right i know <laughs> okay so another one of my favorite things so first off i am the most annoying person to developers ever because i don't update my software at all so like i still have an updated twitter on my phone so like if you are a twitter blue person you don't show up with a check mark when i look at twitter on my phone like obviously when i look at ah. like a desktop or something it does but one of my favorite things ever and i'll have to I don't know i'm not gonna put anybody on blast but i saw a few people who like when the twitter blue thing first started or the checkmark, along with twitter blue first started like they were insulting other people like i don't have to pay eight dollars for a check mark and now like when i go to their accounts they have a check mark and we click on it it says this person is verified because they subscribed to twitter blue and yeah, i was like so- oh so like a month ago you were shitting on someone because they had a check mark because they paid the eight dollars and you're like acting all high and mighty i don't have to subscribe but now you're subscribed and that's why you have a check mark they should be a different color i agree yes yes the blue check marks are like and then you click on it and it's like someone with like 15 followers yeah
0: that's what i'm saying it's very confusing like at at surface level
2: because you can't
0: tell like who's real and who's not real i don't understand why they can't do that
2: because Twitter is a mess. Well, I mean, it is. That's a whole like, other thing.
0: People yeah, were like, like, you guys, people were, like, DMing me, like, with their personal information, like, saying their goodbyes. Like, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know if we'll I ever can't. talk again. <laughs> I was like, what? I was like, what is happening right now?
1: Oh, my God. You know, so since, like, <laughs> one good thing that has happened... Other than getting engaged, of course, over this past year. <laughs> of course, of course.
2: <laughs> I got engaged.
1: It was the worst year of my life. I mean, I mean look at this ring. Isn't it beautiful? It's beautiful. It's guess, uh, it is so Good beautiful. job, Danny. Good and
0: also, he had his J's on, and he didn't
1: scuff them. Most impressive How? About that? Engagement know, I've ever yes. seen. Um, but the other good thing that happened over this past year was that I was online a lot less. Like, as far yes. as, you know, any kind of social media and stuff, um, I don't know, like, my world just got a lot smaller over the past year, so I've sort of stayed myself. And then, you know, once we got engaged, I, I made a very conscious decision, I was like, I can't continue to be an ass all the time, because I didn't want to make Danny look bad, and people were like, well, you know, Supreme Court justices' wives and husbands do whatever they want, and they're fine, and I'm like... Yeah, but Cleveland's a very small place, and if I say something stupid or insulting to somebody that might, you know, hurt his relationship with... I don't know. Like, people are weird about social media. So I was like, okay, I'm just not going to be an asshole all the time. Which, And then I realized I had nothing really to concern (laughs) So now I just kind of lurk and, you know... I'm basically like a 50 year old man now on social media. I am, I am what I have feared my whole. I well, I'm not a Dale because I don't, you know. Well, because you don't I'm attack like people white for white no reason. Yeah, yeah, like I you just, don't
2: attack people for just existing. It's right. very lighthearted. I, I I do also doom feel... scroll
1: though. Ooh, I doom scroll, Unlike oh, doom yeah. scroll people
2: <laughs> I <laughs> I do scroll on TikTok too much. Like I hate how much I'm on TikTok, but
1: like have well, like I have I like a, a, I have a burner off. for Twitter, so like. Oh, like I doom scroll my burner because like people have me blocked. So I'm like, ooh, what's this guy doing today? And Daniel's like, are you doom scrolling? And I'm like, yeah. Well, see,
2: I feel like that's not doom scrolling. I feel like that's entertainment scrolling. Like yes, you're going, like you, like when you go to Netflix and you're like, you know what? I want to watch Gilmore Girls on Netflix. You're not doom scrolling Gilmore Girls. You're you're watching it for entertainment. Yeah, it's like, like the same internet. way. True. Same thing. They've also just, become. Read.
1: I've become like weirdly obsessed with Hiram. So like you I, will listen to, that is I will, actually... Oh my God. Brittany <laughs> I will so, listen like... to G Bush on Saturday mornings because I know that he's the only person that still allows Hiram to call. <laughs>
0: I'm
2: obsessed.
0: I was gonna say, I feel like your Twitter has emerged into like you are like You should actually change your bio to just like
2: a, Hiram's number a Hiram one fan. fan
0: account because I've seen more tweets. Oh than no no no! I got I know? got
2: the perfect. This is the perfect bio for Britney, and I like I did not come up with this myself. It is one thousand percent stolen. It's all over social media. But uh, if Hiram has a million fans, I'm one of them. If Hiram only has one fan, it's me. If Hiram has zero <laughs> fans, I'm dead. Exactly. <laughs>
1: it's true. So, yeah, I doom scroll now. I follow Hiram in extremely. Like, that's my number one priority <laughs> on social media. Um, I still, you know what's funny? Even though after, like, you know, I sort of stopped watching the browns and stuff, I still listen to talk radio, like, every day. And it's not just, like, I listen to 850, of course. But, like, every morning I listened to Ken and Anthony, like, religiously. So And and I did even then, too. Even though, like, you know, I didn't really care about what they were talking about. But, like, I got so attached to the entertainment aspect of, like, sports. Yes. And that was – not watching the Browns wasn't really a problem. Like, if it was on because Danny had to watch or a lot of times i go to on Sundays to go see my parents. And they would still have the games on. And it was on. Like, it doesn't – don't sit there on a, in a ball and, like, sob because the Browns are on television. I just, you know, hang out, whatever. But, like, that wasn't as much of an issue for me to, to stop, you know, watching them. But, like, all the other stuff. That was okay. tough, you know, giving up on this podcast. I've thought about all the the friends that I made, you know, all the events yeah. that I, I go to mm-hmm. Browns games all the time. And, you know, all that just stopped. So that part really sucked. Um, and this is
0: a really good segue, Brittany, because I wanted to obviously, we're 30 minutes in and we haven't even touched on uh, where we last left off. But that was a really good segue because like I wholeheartedly agree with you. We, we left, we stopped recording after the Watson signing. And we actually didn't decide that day that we were not going to record anymore, right? Like, we, we no. all kind of just like recorded it was, it was very heavy and weird. And social media before was tragic Mm -hmm. in most cases, but this, that whole situation for us, and I don't want to speak for either of you. I'm going to let you guys speak too, because Brittany, I think you touched on a little bit of it for me too. That actually like just amplified so many things. And it was such a weird feeling because part of me felt like I lost like a little piece of me, um, and what I was and what I enjoyed and what. I liked talking about with you guys and I wasn't sure if that was ever going to be the same again. And Mm -hmm. I had no control over that. Like I was not part of that decision, but then the other like really weird thing happened that I just felt so like uncomfortable with in a way was, you know, we had done the podcast since 2019 Mm -hmm. and we had fun with it. We were lighthearted. We talked about sports. We talked about ourselves. Nobody really cared about us. I mean, we had, we had people that really enjoyed listening to us would tell us on Twitter and whatnot. We joined a couple of other ep- podcast um, episodes to join or whatnot, but we were kind of just like our, kept to ourselves. Mm-hmm. I found so many people like reaching out to me or like tweeting at me, wanting my opinion, wanting all of this information from me, wanting me to come on their podcast. And I was like, why all of a sudden now do you care about my opinion? Like, mm. why now? Like, you didn't care to ask me anything about the Browns leading up to this moment in time. And now all of a sudden, you want me, a woman, to invest my time and energy and my emotional well-being on speaking about this subject. And that just, mm. like, didn't sit well with me.
1: Yeah, I think that I, I saw, you know, a few of the women Browns fans, like, on Twitter – during that time, they would share pretty similar sentiments about that, you know, and it wasn't like so much podcasting, but just like people asking their opinions on it. And um, luckily, I guess not luckily, but like I was I was very open at the time. Like you didn't nobody had to question like how I thought I was just like, no, like here it is. Um, somebody did ask me to come on a podcast and talk about it. And I thought about it. I decided not to. Just because I was like, you know what? I said everything that I wanted to say. Everything that I'm comfortable saying. And something like this... like For me personally, it was... It hurt. So I was like, I don't really feel the need to... To go on anywhere else and divulge in this conversation any further. Like, the three of us did things our way. Um, And like you said, we didn't know that was going to be our last episode. It just sort of ended that way. And it was really weird. Cause we didn't even talk about it. Like afterwards we weren't like, so you want to record again? Like it just sort of stopped. It was just like a weird understanding that that was just going to, we were just going to hit pause on it. And that was going to be it, which I mean, not to brag, but I think that's part of what makes us so special. Yeah.
0: yeah, obviously. And Meredith, you obviously, you were able to obviously un step away from like this podcast, but you do work in sports media, so like it's not yeah. like you could just quit your job yeah. and yeah, like I get away get it. From it. I, so, like yeah, you I had to keep talking about it. And those months after, like I mean, I I also Brittany listened to um Ken and Anthony every day. Like I really enjoy them. Like doesn't matter what they're talking about, I think they're yeah. very entertaining. And
1: to everyone's credit, like I thought everyone handled that situation really well, as far as being respectful and considerate of different yeah, and we did of stuff yeah
2: although i will say and this is like a complete side note and like a come like a complete diversion um so my one of my favorite things so like lately i've transitioned into a more on-air role um at my work i'm less behind the scenes and more up front and yeah i know when Brittany is listening because she always texts me <laughs> And I love it because she'll like randomly text me about something that I said on the radio. And I was like, oh. like, I'm yes! telling you,
1: I'm like, I'm an addict when it comes to sports radio. Danny makes fun of me all the time because I listen to way more sports radio than he does. Like, yeah, it's not so no do I.
0: <laughs> I'm always like on a delay though. So, like, there was one time I was listening and Meredith was talking about pickleball, and like, I texted her probably like two hours after the segment ended, and I was like, <laughs> Meredith, you were talking about pickleball. I would have totally like called well, in. Well, you
2: in that segment too. I was like, one of my best friends is a pickleball I was, like, queen. Just- no, I was like, does she have
0: another best friend that also plays pickleball because no, I'm jealous, I but I also to want to meet you. this
2: <laughs> No, I was one hundred percent referring to you when I was talking about pickleball and talking about my best friend that played pickleball.
0: <laughs> I thought you. I thought you replaced me with another
1: pickleballer.
2: No, <laughs> God, never. never.
1: It's one thing to replace her, but to replace her with another pickleballer, right? right? I would scare I,
0: you. I, I, I wouldn't be able to deal with that
1: that's where we draw the line i
2: know i can draw the line at racism wait what (laughs) another community reference for those of you who are not aware or no it's like i can draw i can i can allow racism but i draw the line at animal cruelty you can allow racism (laughs) that was your obligatory community quote for the podcast what a show like we never left. It's still me quoting community, Brittany laughing, and Bree not understanding the reference. Right, I, I just laugh because you guys laugh. <laughs> 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 All right, Meredith. So keep going. Um, oh yeah. So like back to the heavy topic of our last podcast. Um yeah, it was really difficult. And I completely agree with what you said, Bree, because I did notice like I was getting like DMs and stuff too. And a lot of them felt like they were in bad faith. Like they weren't people who truly wanted to know my opinion or cared. It just felt like they wanted to bring someone on to like act as like a punching bag and to like get all their frustration out and to like play a game of gotcha with everything surrounding Deshaun Watson. And I'm like, I'm not going to respond to that because like I get enough of that from the callers that I had to interact with, at work like I don't want to have to deal with that like in a podcast setting and also like we all shared all of our opinions on Mm -hmm. our own podcast like we shouldn't be used to elevate other people's podcasts you know when we already had our voices and our opinions on something that belonged to us and so yeah it was it was definitely noticeable because with the people who had like dm'd me I could just tell by the way they dm'd me that they weren't like hey i really genuinely care about your opinion like they were reaching out to me in bad faith and so a lot of them i just ignored so it's like like and a lot's a lot's happened in a year a lot's happened you know since the deshaun watson signing and like the reality is is that everybody feels differently about it and like everyone has to respect other people's opinions about it and i think that was the hardest part when it first happened a year ago and we were podcasting is that It felt like there were a lot of people who weren't respecting other people's lived experiences, who weren't respecting other people's opinions. And at the end of the day, it's just sports. Like it shouldn't be that big of a deal in terms of how you feel about somebody else, if that makes sense. And so it was like, it was a little tumultuous for all of us.
0: Yeah, I would say the other thing too like i was very conflicted i mean Brittany, i think i texted you i don't know like i knew that i wasn't going to be able to stop watching the browns as much as like i would have loved to have like taken a stand and said like i'm done with this team i didn't care what like joe 858975 browns fan number one like said or you forgot the d4l (laughs) the d4l yes (laughs) I didn't care like what his opinion was of me. I was mm-hmm. most concerned and sensitive of the fact that like my really good friends who maybe were walking away from the team like how they viewed me. Like I like I was so worried that like Brittany was going to be like I can't believe you, Brie, you're such a shitty person. I hate you. Never talk to me again. Oh, oh, like no, <laughs> that's what I, and and Brittany obviously wasn't that way. But like in my mind, it's like you know, so many people were going through so many different things and like Twitter, like, which was once a happy place. What was it? Happy place for me. I don't
2: know. I I think it was happy in like 2011.
0: It was an entertaining place for us to have fun. And I was like, well, Twitter now feels like a disaster. And, um, so much of like what I enjoyed and like arguing about with people you know like the baker wars the like remember bj gate and like we had this there was obj versus Baker. like we had so many moments on twitter of just like it was harm harmless harmless yeah. humor harmless arguments and this was just a whole other level that was very very heavy and difficult to talk about and address and didn't matter like how you felt about it or what you said it was like you would be attacked either way <laughs> like yeah, that right. isn't fun for anyone
2: yeah like if you came out in support of deshaun watson you got attacked if you came out against him you got attacked, you attacked. like it's yeah, like it... there was literally no winning for anyone ever and like I'll, I'll name drop i have a friend named earl he works on the ultimate cleveland sports show and one of the things that Earl I... the Pearl? Earl to Pearl, baby. I love him so much.
1: I know all the characters.
2: Brittany's like, I got it. (laughs) But, like, this is one of the things, because, like, he and I are on, like, very opposite sides of the Deshaun Watson opinion, but we have always been able to have civil conversations about it. We never disrespected each other. We never got into fights. Like, we had disagreements, sure, but they were always discussed in a way that was respectful and civil. And so that helped me i don't think he even realizes like how much he helped me through this whole situation because it gave me a space to be able to talk about things without disrespecting somebody else and a way to talk about it without diminishing somebody else's opinion if that makes sense and so like he and i talked extensively about deshaun watson like between the two of us in our own free time just because we're friends outside of work and everything and so it was really, really nice to have someone who held the opposite opinion of me be able to talk about things. And like he saw things from my opinion and my point of view. And I was able to see things from his opinion and his point of view. And I'm just like, and I remember the two of us, we were just talking to each other one day. And we're like, man, why can't all sports discussions be like this? You know, because we're in a place where unfortunately you can't separate politics from sports like they go hand in hand like I realize a lot of people turn to sports as their escape from the real world which is fair like you know I'm you know I've got um Duke and Oral Roberts on right now like on my tv and like I watch that to get away from anything else that's surrounding me or bothering me but when you like but in in reality politics affects sports and sports affect politics and so I think Mm -hmm. that's just something that like people need to understand that that's never going to go away and you need to figure out the proper way to toe the line and be respectful of other people as long as they're coming from a place of good faith you know yeah. like as like as opposed to the people in my DMs who weren't coming from a place of good faith and like earl was you know yeah
1: and to that note i think we got a lot of Actually, it was pretty pot on our last episode when we, you know, spoke candidly about everything, about how we felt about everything. We got a lot of feedback that was really supportive. Yeah. Um, even from people that, you know, maybe didn't agree with us, but I think because of the way we talked about it and we weren't, you know, dicks about the situation, <laughs> we were just, you know, I'd like to think that we were sort of educational in some ways Um you know, maybe offered a different kind of perspective that wasn't aggressive or nasty. It was just, you know, it was a sad episode. Like we were sad because it it felt like we were losing something. And it was an immediate
0: reaction too. I want to remind everyone. Like that. Yeah, it
1: was like it was within days of it happening. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So just so everyone has that context too. Yeah. Yeah, Like I said, a
1: lot has changed a lot has changed in a year. Yeah. And you know, good. Like for me, um, like I said, it was real easy for me just to not pay attention. Could whatever, but Um, one of the things that I wanted to talk about, because this really rubbed me the wrong way there, when everything happened, there was a faction of the fans who pretended to be really angry that they got this guy who, you know, saw these legal cases and they were so supportive of women and want to lift women up and believe women. But really, they were just pissed off that somebody replaced their quarterback. And yes. That, yes. that pissed me off. So Talk at that about point, coming I from a place like, of bad faith. Right. It's one, to use that as a prop Ugh. in an argument, that was gross behavior. Agreed. Yeah. And, you know, it was one thing for you, if I said something on Twitter and, you know, I got attacked for it, whatever but it's these people that pretend to support while having completely ulterior motives and still very much supporting the team and it's like okay you really didn't care about this to begin with and that's very obvious but shame on you for pretending like you did you know what I mean so that was shitty yeah but-
0: that's a really good point because we like not only was <laughs> obvious the signing and the controversy surrounding that the whole like moving on from baker mayfield was also yes. like a really big portion of the fan base that was unhappy with all of it yeah
1: that was a rough Weird. time for browns fans like just Ooh, in general like, that was a that week was that was quite yeah. the week
2: because there's there's a lot of dedicated baker fans and i will say this about um some baker fans like i i have like i've got a friend who's like originally from Oklahoma and he's a big OU fan and he was a big fan of baker at OU and um he was a fan of the browns because the browns drafted baker and i know that there are a lot of people who are like and there's nothing wrong like i'm not saying that there's anything wrong with being that type of fan like if there is a player that you love in college and you just want to follow them from team to team that is a perfectly acceptable way to be a sports fan and Baker has a lot of that like he just he's like the Pied Piper man he just commands a following so there were a lot of people who became Browns fans because the Browns drafted Baker and I think they didn't think and none of us thought this anyway like none of us thought that Baker was going to be gone in less than five years like he was drafted and we thought that he was going to be Like our Aaron Rodgers, our Tom Brady, like our Drew Mm -hmm. Brees, like we thought he was going to be the long-term solution for quarterback with the Browns. And I think that it was, there was a lot of emotions for those Baker fans because they were seeing someone that they've like followed since high school, followed since college, you know, being absolutely obsessed with him, like only cheering for the Browns because of him and then all of a sudden they like and they you know were ingratiated into the Browns fandom Mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden they're seeing the people who were lifelong fans of the Browns as opposed to like Baker fans of the Browns like turn on Baker and they didn't like that and so then the Baker bros started attacking the non-Baker fans and like the people who were like in full support of Deshaun Watson no matter what were like attacking other people like it was just like it was it was a civil war man and so I don't know I'll actually have to reach out to my Oklahoma friend I wonder if he's like a fan of where did Baker go now Tampa Bay I'll have to see what did he get the North he
0: Carolina just... jersey <laughs>
2: <laughs> like, Baker's been to like four teams in the last year so I'll have to ask if he's like a Tampa Bay fan now because I- I'd be interested in seeing if like those Baker fans are still following him from NFL team to NFL team.
1: I'm sure they are. I mean I, sure.
2: I hope they are because like that's the reason
1: for cheering for the NFL. NFL.
2: Yeah. yeah. So that's was, why I I'm hoping.
1: waiting to see who my new favorite team is wherever Lamar lands. Oh so this is Brittany. a big this is a big deal for me guys well, personally. It's not gonna be it's not gonna be I was gonna team. ask
0: you Brittany. So <laughs> obviously Danny working for 850 and needing to be in the loop on all things Cleveland and sports and whatnot um I had to I had to chuckle when I would be like watching the games and I would like see a little tweet pop up from Brady I'm like oh my god I love the Britney speaking about the Browns I thought I was never gonna see
1: Brittany tweet about football ever again listen Um, I will still defend Kevin Stefanski I will because I still think he's a really good coach and I you listen to him on yes. Pat McAfee? Yes, yes, yes. How what insane did you was think, that, Brittany? I love that he finally showed like a personality. <laughs> <laughs> I think everyone was relieved to find out that he has one, honestly. Well,
2: you know what? Okay, so here's the thing. Like he might still be a robot like we've discovered with things like chat gpt and other like ai that they're getting really really good at pretending to be human now so i don't know okay
0: meredith kevin Stefanski
2: still could be a robot and he could just have some really advanced ai that, made that,
1: that is one of the things that he said that made a lot of sense if you really think about it you know they were talking about his emotions and how he keeps it all in check when yes. he's on the field and stuff and he's like i know that if i get really upset then i can't think right Yes? And I'm like, mm-hmm. no, this guy gets it. Like, yeah. kudos to him for being able to keep his composure because he's absolutely right. Think about the times that you're mad in your life and you just, you know, you're impulsive and you, all of yeah. your thoughts are all muddled because you're mad. You let your emotions yeah. get the best of you. Why do people hate that he keeps his emotions in check like that? Like, I, there are so many things that I, I saw Browns fans picking on this season that was just like... There's enough problems here. Yeah. You don't have to go searching for well, you know, the head coach, he doesn't show and he doesn't pound the table and you know sob on the sidelines. Well then okay, that's that's can what you imagine you if you cry on, on the
2: sidelines? Can oh my god. I kind of want to see that. Oh no, then, like... At
1: the Super Bowl. Who was that? <laughs> Nick Seriani when he was yes, oh my god. <laughs> that was
2: wild. oh
0: the national anthem because he was so moved.
2: <laughs> that was uh a real oh, american man you, know you know and
0: the man you know what i just
2: realized that i'm like extremely disappointed and i also feel like this could just be the current state of the internet but like that meme lasted for five minutes like the I Nick seriani crying i was hoping that that was going to be like because like the jordan crying meme people use oh, like as, as soon as it
1: happened like as i was watching it And maybe, I don't know, I kind of feel like a dick saying this. Like, I just started laughing. (laughs) I was laughing,
2: too. Oh, my God, Brittany, I'm so glad. Like, I was, like, so happy when we – because we were all texting again. Like, we were texting throughout the Super Bowl. And I was just – I was so relieved when you're, like, I'm laughing. Because I was also laughing. And then I'm, like, looking at Twitter and everyone's, like – oh man look at this guy he's so emotional this is great this is awesome like this is such a cool moment and i'm sitting there cracking up and then i was like oh my god i am a terrible person because i'm the only one who finds this funny and then Brittany texts us and she's like (laughs) how funny is that (laughs) meanwhile i'm the empath i was like oh my god i can't can't
0: believe it he was crying no i was only i was only annoyed because people on the internet were twisting it to be that he was like so emotional while listening to the national anthem not right. saying you can't get emotional listening to the national anthem right. i no, think like, he was just overwhelmed with the moment itself yes. yeah, like if like he
1: were crying just like on the sidelines deal. with nothing playing yeah. i wouldn't have laughed but because <laughs> because the national anthem was playing yeah. and like He's just sitting there and he has like tear like just a single American tear rolling down his face. And <laughs> I mean, his, like, oh his God, eyes this is were so like, good. his eyes were like bloodshot red
2: from like trying to hold back tears. Yeah. Like I, I was just like
1: We're never I know, gonna I'm... find a home talking like this.
2: <laughs> listen, listen making fun
1: of
0: Patriots. <laughs> Cancel again. We're can- oh, yeah, that's that's fine. Hey. I feel like people that listen to us also get us. So. Yeah, like yeah.
2: we're not we're not trying to be inflammatory, and we're not trying to like attack groups of people. We're not, you know, we're you know, if you're Italian, we're not attacking you. If you're a patriot, we're not. Oh Italian. no, I'm attacking
1: like- Italian. I feel like. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> Let me be very clear. You're Italian so like cannolis. Like- <laughs> I had my first cannoli since our last show, which was okay. Very good. Yeah. You're so thank you Delicious. for your sweets and your pasta, but otherwise, get lost. And your and your spumoni okay. ice cream. Get out of here. Oh no! What is it? What did Italians say? I don't know.
2: Arrivederci? No. Is that what they said? That's Italian, <laughs> I don't, right? I don't something
1: know. like soprano-ish. Oh, I don't know. My mind's blank. Do, do we, we're gonna have to, we'll
2: have to. We're gonna have to ask um, Jenna and Angie. They'll know.
1: Well, we okay, can. I have the Italian clearly, princess right here. I was going
0: <laughs> to say you are clearly just not even considering the princess that is. Oh my god! In this podcast.
2: I am
1: a terrible person. Is it like I, get out of
0: here? Get out of here.
1: Yeah, like New York accents, which I can't. <laughs> well, I could probably do it, but like uh, I'm really good at accents. One of these well, days, you are, are really good at. You are really yes. good at accents. It's one really of gone. these
2: days, I'm going to record my mom talking so you can hear it. Does she talk like Fran Fine? A little bit. She used to be more, but like she's lived in the D.C. area for so long that her accent has like. Okay, can I ask you something?
1: Huh? Because like I'm really into the nanny right now.
2: It's such a great show. Oh my god, I used
1: to really like that show too. I don't know how to say this without sounding. I don't know if you're gonna get canceled for a third time, Brittany. Let's go. (laughs) (laughs) Like we're gonna go for the hat trick of cancellation Okay. Does your mom or you don't? Because I know you, but does your mom say "meanwhile" a lot, like in conversations?
2: she doesn't say meanwhile, meanwhile but she does have that uh no she's try- jewish <laughs> i'm wait hold on what
1: is it yiddish it's
2: it's like it's like a new york accent um but my mom definitely like when she gets mad it comes out more but like she's been living in the dc area for so long that her accent has like neutraled a lot so she talks a lot more the way like the way i currently talk um but yeah when she gets mad like, oh my god, I'm gonna knock you to the moon.
1: Oh, so she sounds like Fran <laughs> Fine's mom. Yeah, that warms yeah. my heart because I watch <laughs> that. I watch it every night now, and I'm like, it's I such wonder a good if show. people really say "meanwhile." Like, it cra- I crack up every time. Meanwhile, and I actually, I, I'm really trying to not do it because one thing that I do now is like, anytime somebody says I agree, I say "Go calves. Like immediately, I didn't. <laughs> i did it in therapy last week <laughs> and she's like what i said oh it's an austin thing. oh my gosh Brittany. oh my god that's incredible i know it's like impulsive i cannot it just like falls out of my mouth as soon as, i agree go caps like it's just instinct at this point so now I'm trying to stop myself from saying meanwhile because I want to all the time because Nanny Fine says it.
2: <laughs> uh, she is she is an Fran Drescher is an icon, by the way. I'm obsessed, Absolute with her. Icon.
1: obsessed. That's what I'm gonna do tonight. Soon we're done recording, I'm gonna hop into bed, eat my salad. Well, no, I'll eat my salad, and then hop into bed. Eat, yeah, watch, I was gonna say, don't watch I wouldn't eat in bed. Yeah, okay, I'm
0: ready. So I know we've covered a lot and we were an hour in, but I do have to like ask one last thing, even Mm -hmm. though I want to elaborate even more on like the Browns feelings. But listen, hopefully this isn't our last episode. This isn't going to be our first and last again. Hopefully,
2: You haven't seen the last of us. We'll see you you in another year. We are are currently doing. um, We're on an annual schedule. Well, so one of my friends coined this term, and it's, like, one of my favorites. So, like, in the dating world, if you're, like, texting somebody and then you just, like, randomly stop hearing from them, they ghost. that's, like, ghosting, which we all Mm -hmm. know. That's millennial, not, you know. We know. Um, But my favorite was one of my friends used to call it zombying, where someone would ghost you, and then, like, a month, two months, six months, whatever amount of time, like, significant amount of time passes. And they start texting you again, like, hey, how you been? What's going? Like, we are currently zombying. We are zombying we yes. are okay, oh fine.
1: also guys i just received a text from danny on the couch the italian <laughs> thing that i was trying to think of is forget about it oh forget about <laughs> it
0: yeah, yeah yeah you're right I, how did i not remember that i am i don't know listen. see that was like a, that was like because you're not wearing just, your necklace you have to demote it. me from princess dumb yeah you are not <laughs>
1: princess anymore
0: okay. do you need to I'm earn gonna, your wait. necklace back i'm gonna have to earn it back okay <laughs> so the last thing Brittany. Yes. Meredith, that I want to talk about that is obviously very old news because the Cavs are like three quarters of the way through their season. But the other big thing that happened that we were not here for to record about was your love, your Cleveland Cavalier love, Colin Sexton.
1: Yeah, the train, yeah. you know what?
0: Mitchell, I thought that, that whole it would thing. be,
1: I really thought that it would be a lot harder than it was. To, really yeah well
0: here's the you thing, had a like, poster I, on your wall
1: oh yeah i had, like a mural of him and everything like yes. i still have bobbleheads i mean okay but to be fair you guys saw my background like i have a tile of victor martinez on my wallpaper like <laughs> from 2000 i never let go of anything i have a drew gooden that screenshot of drew gooden following me above our bed oh. like when i'm loyal <laughs> i'm loyal for life Oh yeah, you, they dragged me away from them.
2: Brittany, so, you like, missed this. So this is like a quick story. So Brittany was like so excited about Drew Gooden following her. She like took a screenshot and she sent it to Jenna. And Jenna made a big poster and framed it for her.
1: It's so I good. love I like that he love all... your bed. He was out of town at the time, so he comes home and he sees this picture of Drew Gooden's face above the bed, and he's like, "Oh my god." What? <laughs> what do you do when i'm gone (laughs) redecorate but yeah like with colin i think because like i saw it coming for so long like i just knew especially i always felt like he as long as dan gilbert was like super involved it seemed like to me that that was dan gilbert's guy like that was the reason that he was here he really believed in him and everything once you know he he had a stroke he got sick and everything i was like okay like I think Colin's not going to be here for as long as I would like him to. And then they got Donovan. And who could hate Donovan? Like, he is so enjoyable. I love him. him. Yes. Uh, Everything about the Cavs, honestly, you know, it it was super easy for me to to just stop. Because when you get to the point, like, I got the Browns, sometimes you just say, okay, this doesn't make me happy, so I'm not doing it. And it's real easy to let go of it. The Cavs are the exact opposite of that. Yes. they are so enjoyable. They're so lovable. All the personality, like, just everything about them is just fun and you can't help, but. and that's what made it so easy for me to be like, okay, like, Colin's not there, but look how wonderful this team is. Look how they play for each other. It's yeah, They really chemistry. love each other.
2: Yeah, their chemistry is, like, off the charts, and you can yeah. see it. Like, when they lose when they win you can see it and like one of my favorite things that they do um that really really just shows how much they love each other is like after wins and you know they're doing their on court interviews with Serena they're always crashing each other's interviews yes with Serena after the game and it's hilarious it's so much fun like I think what was it, a few games ago, she was talking to Darius Garland and Donovan Mitchell walks by and goes, make your free throws! (laughs) And then Darius goes, shut up. I know, I I
0: love love them all too. Love them all too. I love the Donovan Mitchell addition. I've been watching NBA basketball since like the first game. Like I have been watching all NBA season. Like typically in the past, like I never felt like it was that fun to watch. Well, I guess they were also like losing um, which didn't make it super fun, but I started watching like from the very beginning of the season, which has been fun. And now the Guardians are going to be back. And Brittany, you caught on to the Guardians at the end of last year. I, like I did. did. Because- they are also um, a really fun team and have a lot of fun personalities. Someone I don't know about Guardians any of that. Fever. I don't know
1: if they have personalities. I don't. I you couldn't like name Bob, you.
0: Oscar Gonzalez. You Oscar do. Oscar Gonzalez. And how, do you, how can you like dislike Stephen
2: Kwan? He is so. adorable. Oh my God,
0: Layla! You guys, Layla loves Stephen Kwan so much.
2: I'll tell you what. So um, do you guys remember the early spring game last year where the Yankees were like throwing things on the field? Like it was at Yankee Stadium. They're like throwing things at the field and like all the outfielders were like yelling back at them and like Miles Straw literally climbed the fence with like one hand and he's like holding on with two fingers while he's like jawing at fans. Oh Yeah, yeah, I was like, I was like, if you need an example of the female gaze, like that's it. Like, that's
1: it right there. I have been watching, well, not actively watching. We watched one game of the World Baseball Classic. I love the world. And baseball I Classic. made up my own cheer for Team USA, which is okay. Andy Pettit. Because he's the, he's the coach. He's what is he? The pitching coach. And like, I used to be in love with Andy Pettit. Oh, <laughs> he was my guy. So now that, that got me to watch. So maybe if baseball, they could just bring back all these old guys to now coach. Then I'd get into it again.
2: I think that you can still get into it. I feel like we need to go to games this summer. Like that needs to happen. (laughs) (laughs) They have a pitch clock now. They're going to be much shorter games. Yeah. You're going to do it, Brittany. You're going to do it. You're going to like it. I don't know. We're going to make you. I know where you live. I'll come kidnap you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I live I too close to everything live. to not do yeah. anything. Exactly. I know. <laughs> exactly.
0: All right, ladies. Well, does this wrap us for our first show? Our yeah.
1: First
0: kind of first show? Our first show back?
1: a reunion? Our first or last show. Hmm.
0: Yes. You know what? The sequels are never quite as good as the first, but I think
1: this so is going to be very is?
0: different.
2: Well, yeah so usually when you have like a trilogy the first one is really good because it gets you hooked the second one always sucks because it doesn't feel like it has a beginning or an end because it's just a bridge to the third one and then you get to the third of the trilogy and you're like oh my god this is the best thing ever that's that's us are we in the trilogy or are we in the sucking part i don't
1: know <laughs> i <laughs> we think could just describe this as sucking right <laughs> i was sitting they listening like um i think she's no i want to
2: say that this is like the third part of the trilogy because we've gone through like multiple different homes for
1: the podcast oh that's true right. now true you know? now we're okay homeless, you redeem so yourself we have nowhere to go but I just, up
2: i know i've been messing up so badly like all day today like i don't even like i don't even want to like talk about like the feelings that I've hurt today because I've like unintentionally done awful things. Like it's not been a good day for me as a person. So. Oh, it's fine. I mean, I
1: said that it was the worst year of my life ever. Getting engaged, <laughs> so like, don't feel bad. Like I need to like
2: go hold doors for people so I can get more good place points. <laughs> well,
0: we'll let you guys know when we're going to come back and record again. We'll try to keep a schedule, but this was really fun. I needed this.
2: Yes. This was much needed it was incredible even though we even though we talk every single day there's just something different about talking in this
1: medium agreed yes. mm-hmm.
0: also i would say download us subscribe us like review but i actually don't know where you're going to be able to listen or like
1: if you <laughs> maybe we're going to be gonna on soundcloud video.
2: <laughs> oh my god we need to start doing that thing where like if a tweet goes viral and then like you link your soundcloud underneath. we're gonna do like soundcloud or
0: like we're gonna have to like figure out like some illegal underground like podcast listening link so i don't know like it might get sketchy You're gonna, in here.
2: you'll find us on the dark web
0: that's right in the intro web so good luck everyone good luck